What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 10. 10. Woo! Of the Disciple Me Now podcast. This is part five yeah. of our series that we've been in. I know that last week we took a break from this series and we got to interview Jaime. Well, I say we, not me. I got to interview Jaime. Nathan did. Uh, so go back, listen to that episode. And uh, we're back on our series now. So we have a super exciting episode about the young adult stage. Yep. So if you haven't listened to the dead, the infant, the child, go back to previous episodes. Listen to that before you listen to this one. But this one is probably the most confusing. It's or the most confusing for me. But we're going to try to make it straightforward. Going to try. And we're still going to try to like pack in all that meat, all of that content yes. in here. So we're glad that you're listening. We're going to go ahead and get to the content. Nathan told me that he has a, he hasn't even told me this, but a bomb drop statement that yeah, I I'm, am ready to hear this. And yes, I'm really looking forward to getting your perspective on this because as a youth pastor, mm. I want to see if you agree with this. Okay. Okay. So my thought was thinking about this young adult stage is that the reason why high school students go to college and they stop attending church is because they never left the spiritual child stage. They never moved to the spiritual young adult stage. Mm. And by that, what, what I mean is they never learned how to be independent in their faith. Mm, so true. Do you, do you agree with that? Or do you? Absolutely. Okay. If you're listening... And you agree, say you agree and DM us on our Instagram or <laughs> Instagram, whatever. Put it in the comments, whatever. But absolutely. I think that, and I think this is also another reason why we don't see a lot of students, and we're not going to get too much into this because we talked about it last podcast, but why we don't see a lot of students or people in general transfer or whatever uh, from child to young adult yeah. because um, their faith never becomes independent yeah um it is tied to something other than jesus yeah a practice a building a ritual a yeah and i'm all for rituals buildings all of those things but we you know um young adults tend if they get to this stage it's because they their faith has been tied to something else other than a practice or whatever, right? Yeah, and so I also think that the entrance into this young adult stage is a point of being challenged in your life. Okay. Okay. Elaborate on that. Okay. Okay. So, Explain. like, I would say, um, it's easy for a young Christian, a new Christian, to be committed to things of the church and hear things at face value and just agree with it okay whatever type of of christianity they were exposed to in the way that they were saved it's easy for them to hold on to that and just trust but oftentimes the point that grows us is when we are holding on to a certain way of doing things and that way of doing things gets shaken oh got you this is also why a lot of uh people or students, people that go to college or go to the workplace and what they have been taught 
um, gets shaken, gets challenged, whether it's a professor, whether it's a boss, yeah. whether it's just by a coworker yeah. that kind of knows their stuff about what they believe, everything just kind of can go out the window for them. If we don't disciple them effectively to um, be tied to something else other than just external things, but actually to Jesus, actually to truth, yeah. to know what they believe, why they believe it, and also to be able to wrestle and process through those things while not just giving up or turning on their faith or truth yes. altogether, right? Yeah, yeah. So that in this moment of when their faith is shaken, they could, like you said, they could turn away from it all and just say, you know what? It's not worth the fight. It's not worth the struggle. I'm just going to go back. I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to go back to the the way I was living and the way that um, I was trying to... F- solve my problems on my own apart from God, right? I can go back to this or we as disciple makers can help them push through this point of challenge and the point of struggle. And as they push through it, that's what allows them to enter into this young adult stage. Mm, So it's like a wall. Yes. You have to like push through or climb Mm -hmm. over and there's no door to this wall. Yes. It's like a, it, you, it's, it's going to require, I guess what I'm trying to say, it's going to require a little bit of uh, work, mm-hmm. some, some frustration, some um, difficulty, but that's why I think many people um, that are on the verge of this stage or maybe even be trying to get to this stage, um, it's so crucial for us as church leaders, disciple makers, pastors, whoever's listening to this, to be able to walk with them and, like you said, help them work through these thoughts, conversations, questions, um, frustrations, whatever it might be. Yeah, and okay, so as they go through this, I would would then say this is the point that helps them shift their mindset from self-centeredness now to other-centeredness and God-centeredness. Mm. Be- which, that's a key, key characteristic that we need to understand. Many people think um, that disciples might be further along than they are, but are they other-centered and God-centered, not just about themselves, not just about, um, yeah, looking good, feeling good, or whatever, we've talked about that. Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah, and is, is church about them receiving or is church about them giving yeah so we want to get them to that point yeah. but to get to that point it could mean going through a couple of struggles questions wrestling matches spiritually yeah. with the lord and that's what we that's what our job is our yeah. job is not just to say no this is what you believe this is like but but to be alongside of them in those those wrestling matches. Yes. And, and helping them form what their, what, what that is and not allowing them to go off into la la land way over here Yeah, because young adults can, I mean, physically, but also spiritually can go into, to, to la la land way over here because they have good intentions, but many times they, um, they just want to, change something now yeah or they want to fix something right now and that's actually one of the biggest differences between a young adult and an adult yeah spiritually yeah um and because they want to do something right now change something right now it can cause them to kind of go off into 
La La Land. That's what I'm going to call it, right? Like spiritual La La Land, like have crazy beliefs, crazy practices or whatever, because now they have experience. Yeah. You mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that we were saying this stage is one of the most confusing stages, because really, if you think about a young adult person, a person, maybe they're like 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. Yeah. That's that stage of life itself is just a confusing stage. You know, I remember, you know, when I was that age, then there were times when I was like spot on, like I was um, achieving great things in my in my work, in school, and I was being able to take on responsibility and handle that responsibility. But there was a lot of times I was also a jerk to my parents mm. and I was not being mm. a very good boyfriend or friend or son yeah. and I was just screwing up a lot of things, you know? So young adults like have really great moments and really bad moments. Why do you think that is? Oh, that is a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like this stage, mm-hmm. why do you think it is that like it could look like, bro, they are killing it. They can disciple the masses. Like, yeah. you know, they can, they serve, they do this, that other. And then other times it's just like, I, it's yeah. Like internal things aren't taken care of or like yeah. character things aren't, they forgot aren't being figured <laughs> yeah. out or whatever. Like why, why the, is that? They're ready to change the world, but like they woke up that morning and forgot to brush their teeth and comb their hair and yeah (laughs) yeah 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 like it's this weird place where they are able to be really independent but they're also still really reliant on other people Mm. and so it's like they're they're able to like take on a lot of responsibility in certain moments but they're also like really needing help and really not like there's areas that they're not able to take on a lot of responsibility. So it comes from, it kind of sounds like it comes from because they've been reading their Bible yeah. because they've been in worship, because mm-hmm. probably at this point they've been at church in church for a while. They understand church culture. They, you know, they, they understand, they know how, how to do it, how to work it. They have a little bit of experience under their belt. They're like, yo, man, I can do this. I need to be let go. It's kind of like, you know, when some of the disciples came up to Jesus and they're like, yo, do you want us to call thunder down on them, Jesus? And Jesus is like, yo, you need to chill yeah. out, right? Yeah. Like, I think they were spiritual adults in that moment. They're like, yo, they, they reject you, Jesus. We're about to call thunder down on them. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I think that that is what discipling spiritual young adults look like. Yeah. It's like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. I think it's more like the other two, and this is all just coming to me, the first two or three Uh dead infant child, we're trying to push them along. Spiritual young adults, we're trying to get them to pump the brakes a little bit because they still have things to learn. Would you agree with that? Yeah, like like a spiritual young, young adult person is someone, maybe they've seen a service recently where there's been miracles done and now they're like oh bro now i want to go do miracles now yeah or then, and that's awesome that's yeah. a good thing yeah but or like maybe they were at part of a conference or a service where they were wrecked and changed by something in the word that was preached and now they're like i want to go preach that to other people yeah, yeah, yeah. which like that's great but like they're calling thunder down yeah like they're not like they're ready but they're not quite ready right so i think uh 
And this is like really good because we didn't even go over any of this. Like discipleship, some discipleship. And Nathan, you can elaborate on this or add to it, whatever. But we need to focus on making sure that young adults don't, we, we give them opportunity yeah. to serve, but not just serve. We give them opportunity to lead at this point. Yeah. We give them opportunity to do ministry, but this is the come and do. So we're with them while they're doing it. It's not just like, yeah, go prophesy and pray healing to every single person that you see. But we're going to say, okay, like we're going to give you an opportunity to do that, but we're going to walk with you. We're going we're gonna to tell you to come back. Okay, how did it go? Yeah. Okay, what did what went wrong? Okay, maybe you shouldn't have done this. Maybe you could have done this a little differently. We're honing in whatever that gift is, whatever that calling is for their life so that they're not just out there doing crazy stuff, you yeah. know? But they're still hungry and that's a good thing. We just need to be good stewards and sometimes being a good steward isn't pushing them for more, but it's saying, "Hey, we got to slow down so that we can develop this. Yeah, walking with them is huge. And Jaime, last week in, in his interview, Listen he, to actually, it. he actually um, touched on a couple of those aspects of someone walking with you and discipling you and giving you opportunity. So go back and listen to that if, if you haven't. I think that's really cool. But one of the things you also said was come and do, just to catch everyone up. One of the other ways that we can summarize this process of growing in Christ is um, come and see yeah. as the first stage, come and follow mm. as a second stage, which is like a child stage, yeah. come and do is this stage. this stage and go and be. Mm-hmm. So this stage of come and do really is this invitation for the disciple to walk alongside the disciple maker and do things with the disciple maker. Yeah. And so I think the way that you explained that was was really great of that you want to be giving this person responsibility. You yeah. want to give them opportunity. But you want well, to be doing a frustrating leave. Yeah. Or like be like, all right. Yes, yes. Because, and I've actually seen like youth leaders who get frustrated because they feel like they have so much potential. And it's true. We've been telling them they've, they, they have yeah. potential. But then when they feel like their potential isn't being utilized, they can get frustrated. Yeah. So you want to utilize them. You want to put like, push them into places where they are being poured out. They are being effective in their space of ministry, but you want to do it alongside them. Yeah. So it's a, a a training ground. Yeah. It's like Mm -hmm. a training stage. Like, okay. And we've taught you, we've shared with you, we've done these things, but now since you've pushed through that wall or that struggle that Nathan talked about now, man, we're going to stink and let you go. We're with you, but we're going to let you go and we're going to use it as training so that you are able to begin to um, to minister and to make an impact on people because you are, with a good heart, people at this stage are others and God-centered now, which is really good. Yeah, so, I think if you're, if you're a disciple maker and you are discipling someone and you are asking yourself if they're at this stage because they're coming to you and saying, hey, I want to do this, I want to... I want to do miracles. I want to 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 preach. I want to teach. If they're asking you those things, yeah, I want to pray for people. Pay attention to if they are saying those things because they want their own name to be known and they want to have recognition themselves, 
or because they just really care about other people and they want to see other people's lives impacted and changed by Jesus. Mm -hmm. If their desire is for other people, then they're at this stage. If their desire is for themselves, they're probably still at the child stage and you still want to be pushing them toward (laughs) God-centeredness. Well, we're going to end there. No, I'm kidding. What, so what is, uh, you kind of said it already, but just kind of what is the end goal or like uh, the pathway, that's what the word we've been using, to yeah. get them to the adult stage, which is the final stage. And I think that it can be hard because it can sometimes seem, like we've been saying, that young adults are adults. How are they not, and how, what's the pathway Yeah, I think um, the pathway or how you can be ministering to them at this stage, like we were saying, is a lot about providing ministry opportunities, equipping them for those ministry opportunities, releasing them to do ministry, but preaching patience in Mm. the midst of all of that. Yeah, yeah. And humility. And humility, yeah. yeah. One of the things... Which and we talk about in one of our other podcasts. Yep, truth, so, yeah. Cool. Now, wh- one of the things that um, will distinguish them from being a, a spiritual adult, and we'll talk about this more in the next podcast about being a spiritual adult, but a, a young adult is more focused on like the here and now. So good, Nathan. And like what is happening right now? Like what can I change right now? Yes. What can I change right now? Who can I reach to right now? Or who can I pray for right now? Yes. So good. And like the young adult might be thinking like, I want to go serve in the kids ministry because they need need someone right right now. now. They need it right now. Yeah. And the spiritual adult is more like looking at the congregation and seeing like, okay, what are the, like the ages of people show that in the next year, there's really going to be a need for people in kids ministry. So let me rally some, some high school and young adult people to go serve in that that ministry so that as these kids are growing up and there's an influx of people in the young, in the kids ministry, then the volunteers are there. So they're thinking about the end game. That's young adult, solid, baby. young adult is like right here. How can I bring a thousand people to Jesus tomorrow? Yeah. I think that's the biggest. And I think it's something that we could, and if you have anything, but uh, that's kind of like the biggest point of, Look, young adults, and it's out of a good heart, but they want yeah. something to happen right here, right now. An adult is, yeah, thinking of the strategic vision of how do I impact this person or how do I help my church or how do I, you know, whatever. They're thinking long game, in game, like Nathan said. And we have to help them to start thinking of ministry, of their Christian walk, of not just the here and now, but what does it look like and how do your decisions and even your ministry impact and affect you and people 10, 20, 30 years, five years down the line? I think that's the goal because when we can get people to that, and it's a really hard place because in America, that's where we are. Like we want the here and now, but if we can get people to have that strategic vision, which adults have, and we'll talk about that next week, um, that's when we're able to start seeing true life change and, and, and impact because what did Jesus do? He had a strategic vision. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he didn't, yes, he had crowds following him, but he didn't have 500 disciples that he had people following him around saying, he's, yeah. no, he had 12 
because he had a strategic vision. Yeah. And I think that's where we want people to get to. So I love it. You want me to, to summarize everything real quick or do you have any other thoughts? No, that's it. Cool. So young adult stage, we're looking at some people who are becoming to becoming independent. Yeah. They're starting to take on responsibility, but they need you to walk along with them in that responsibility. Yes. So keep giving them responsibility, but walk along with them and equip them within those ministry opportunities. These are also people who are no longer looking at themselves, but they're other centered and they're God centered. You also need to be preaching patience to them and helping them understand the long game, not just the immediate impact, but how is this going to help people follow Jesus long-term? Yeah. So, Hey, I hope I love that episode. So I hope that you have enjoyed listening. We have a really quick segment that we're going to do. We're calling it the provoking thought segment. It's just something to kind of leave you on. And we want you to hopefully think about it and, um, share it with other people. Um, yeah, J- Jackson Jackson was this. telling me about this right before the podcast. And I'm totally and I like I like stopped him halfway. I'm like, "Wait, this is great. Save this for the podcast." So, I think it's tied to discipleship. Um, I heard it in the context of leadership, but let's just say discipleship. Discipleship is not just influence. Discipleship is impact. And you can only have impact through contact, okay? Through okay. like head-on contact. And okay. I think that's why So you can't have you're saying you can't have impact just through influence. Right. Just through like people knowing your name. Okay. Or okay. knowing your Instagram handle. Okay. Or no and I love social media or knowing whatever, right? Like you being on a cover of a magazine. Okay. You have influence, but you can't really have impact. Like I'm not impacting somebody's life and changing the way they think, changing the way they they um act or live or love or whatever it is unless i'm like here with them making contact okay with so them. that's Im- where impact comes from contact impact is the goal yeah oh yeah okay cool so can but you contact con contact is the output okay okay give it to me impact. one more time all all, all straightforward so i, I i'm can, still I developing wrap my mind around well. it so look Discipleship uh-huh. isn't just influence. We have to have influence with our disciples, obviously. But it's not just influence. It's not just influence in how they dress or whatever. But discipleship is about impact. Am I impacting the individual? The only way I can impact them is by having contact with them. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. I love it. So think about that. I'm still chewing on it. So okay, that was let, why I was a little me, bit. Let me throw this at let me throw this at you. Okay. Because you mentioned Instagram handle. Oh, no. Okay. If if it's not about your influence, the goal is your impact, and that has to be achieved through contact, can I contact and impact people through social media? Mm. That's a good question. I don't... I mean... <laughs> Let me think on it. Okay, I'll have an okay. answer next podcast, maybe. Hey, or if, at least a thought. If any of you guys out there are saying, you know what? I'm able to contact and impact people, or I'm able to have contact and impact people through social media. Dude, I want to hear how you're doing that because that's pretty innovative right there. Boom, boom. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We are so grateful 
that you have been on this journey with us of the Disciple Me Now podcast. Hope that you are enjoying it. If you are, man, please tell somebody about it, share it, hit the bell so that you can get notifications. Go ahead and subscribe, whatever you got to do. And we will see you next Sunday at 1 p.m. We cannot wait. Thanks, guys.